Hi there, everyone, and welcome to episode 147 of the All You Can Hear podcast. I'm Wenzel, and with me today are three lovely co-hosts. Hello, my name is Waking from the Cold, Cold Winter to Forge for Berries Colt. That's what we're doing today, right? Yeah. Hello, it's Poi Kilothermic Pat. Okay. And I have just waken up. Yeah. <laughs> You don't look like you just woke up. You actually look pretty comfortable. No, the thing was... Because Johnson, I'm cold as shit. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Johnson, <laughs> in order to save time in the morning, he just dresses it way, way he wants to wear the next day and just goes to sleep in that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I sleep in jeans and socks. Oh, man, that, you're a brave fucking man. I could never do that. <laughs> no, not really. That would be fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, everybody, it's cold. It's cold down here. And that is not on you guys. But today, I am leading this episode as a special little chat some might call it, I would call it, Wenzel's Critter Chat. And that's it. Yeah! Yeah! Talk about them little dangs. Look at Wenzel, he's all grown up now. Yeah, I'm a, um... Alright. I, I thought my phone... I don't know why you're spanking the, us, but... Oh, it's more bad boys. It's a slow clap, dumbass. Oh, it, it, he's being sarcastic. Uh, no, he, I was like, oh yeah, I'm real proud of you. Uh, dick. <laughs> no, he's slow spanking us. That's what I like to think. Bad boy. That is not what I... Oh, okay, uh, anyway... So if you're wondering, what is this? Well, if you follow my Instagram, Twitter, you know that my dog Gabby is not my only pet. Before I go in more deeply, I would just like to say, uh, as a disclaimer, this is not a care guide. I will not be going into the care of any of these animals, yes, multiple animals, that I am mentioning. It's up to you to take care of your own pet. Yeah, well, I, I can say one thing for you not to do. Do not do this. I am saying this. This is something that you should not do. Do not put them in a sock and swing them. Don't do that. Uh, I'm telling them not to. Don't I'm, do it. That's a terrible thing. I yeah, know you had Don't make idea. a blackjack out of small animals. That's a fucked up thing, man. Uh, you're not wanting to do I it. I can't believe I, you're no, encouraging this. With no, those. I'm not. I'm not at all. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Why do we have him? He's such a fucking enabler. <laughs> I mean, he, he's leading this show, and that, therefore everything we say he endorses. I forgot that was part of the contract. <laughs> I will say I've been caring for these animals uh, for not even a year, and but so far what I have done has worked for me. I haven't really ran into many problems, and I will go into a little bit of how of what I've done, but don't get all of your information from this. Do your research. Do not lie what I say on here. Before I even got my first new pet, which was last year, I had researched for pretty much six months, October to March, which was just me constantly looking at care videos, care guides, forums, Google Docs, and so on. And I did this while I was whenever I had like breaks between my college classes. Like this is what I filled my time with, which was just looking and looking and looking over things. You don't have to do six months of research. Uh, that's just what I did. But it definitely helps. But it definitely helps to do quite a bit, not like 30 minutes. You know, you're going to have to do more than that. So, um, and even then, I am still learning and researching. I'm still learning stuff. So it is an experience, but you want to know as much as possible. Let's just get into it. Back in March of 2018, that was when I decided I wanted a reptile as a pet. Because for as long as I can remember, I've always just loved reptiles. I don't know what it is. They just look so fucking cool to me. Their physiology, their diversity, they're just, they just look awesome. And like, that's why I've always loved Godzilla, Gorosaurus, J-Rex, which is from the 2005 King Kong movie, which was really great. Bosk, the bounty hunter, uh, the lizard, uh, Spider-Man villain, and the Basilisk from Harry Potter, 
rest in peace, even though he was a bad guy. But that's just to name a few reptilians from pop culture. And also, when we see uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, I will be screaming my heart out for Godzilla to kick that monkey's ass. Oh, I'm there too. Godzilla's badass, dude. Yeah, man. I want him to go nuclear on him. Fucking uh, Sharingan. Fuck. Spoiler. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. That was a cool scene, though. Um, Also, does anybody know the movie Dragon Wars? Dragon, nope. yes, that, that's a, a Korean action movie from like 2008. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what movie you're talking about. Well, they, they should have kept the uh, the Korean title D Wars. That would have been, yeah, that would have been cool. But no, it was. Did anybody have you have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I just I'm just aware of it. It was badass. I I loved it. I watched it like three times, like once in theaters. Then we got it on DVD, and I watched it twice. Oh, it was so I loved it. Probably I need to rewatch it, but probably looking back on it now, it's probably like very cheesy. Um, but that's Godzilla type movies, baby. Yeah, it was. If you couldn't tell from the title, it's just a bunch of fucking dragons uh, fighting yeah. Dragon Wars. So it's really cool. Because now I'm not interested. Consider Dragon Wars part of your homework for a Korean cinema. Now that we live in a in a post parasite best picture world. <laughs> yeah. Put that on your list, kids. Yeah. Do that. Old boy. <laughs> Parasite Dragon Wars. <laughs> yeah, in that order. <laughs> Man, where's my Dragon Wars criterion? Coming soon, Dragon Wars uh, Essential Viewing? You know, maybe. Or, or, or depending on how well it holds up as unessential viewing? We'll, we'll find out. Stay we'll, we'll find out, yeah. I won't say no. Hell yeah. But <coughs> anyway, so I, uh, I started looking into uh, pet stores because, you know, pet stores. When I was doing that, something I never knew was how bad it was to purchase pets from a pet store. And that's just a whole nother conversation to kind of like make uh, some understanding of this is because they do, uh, they are not treated properly, uh, especially like their enclosures. They're not given the right um, sizing. And some of them, some of them, they're even put in the wrong substrates, which can lead to impaction which is a health issue there's just a whole lot of stuff and they buy them in bulk which is not good at all but again whole nother yeah no bulk i'm, I'm just imagining there's, they have a crate and they crack it open the crowbar and it's just like it's just thick with just like swarms of lizard just like skittering around in there no it, it's, it's just a fuck pit of fucking boa constrictors <laughs> it's, it's like and it, it's like they're, they're trying to pull it out like christmas lights like god damn it it's in like <laughs> an hour trying to untangle these fucking snakes <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would like a desk of boas, please. Please, so I can, that's a good bit. Oh, or also like it's like the supermarket where you get your like your bananas. They just put like a, a ball ball up uh, portion of snakes and in, in the little scale, and they just they just charge by weight. Fuck. Is there a fucking like Costco of pet stores where they just buy the shit in bulk? I mean, no, but like pet supermarket, Petco, and PetSmart. That's like when I say they buy in bulk, I literally mean they literally just put a ton of them in a box and they get them. Like you're, I, you're pretty spot on, except with the constrictors. That's just bad. So there's that. But what was my next alternative? Buying online, which that was something I never re- like realized how big what it was was buying animals online, um, legal legal animals, not just like black market stuff. I'm not going to the deep web, which baby. I have no idea about. I don't know anything about the black market of animals. Nothing at all. I do not know. Do you not mean I can't stats. buy an animal off of eBay? Uh, do not email me at uh, exoticanimallover at yahoo.com because I don't know about exotic animals. I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I get. I Find Colt on Tor browser. It's on just the a deep bunch web. of stuffed animals. I bet. Uh, no, it is. That's, I'm, I'm telling the truth. No, I. Yeah. yeah no, I get it. Okay. I've been in his room. He he has his stuff in bulk, 
He also buys animals in book, but they're stuffed animals. Yeah. So they can take but, it. But not like, you know, your cute teddy bears, like taxidermied animals. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's, it's, it's all the, um, the, the the taxidermy animals they use as, like, stand-ins for movie scenes. Yeah. Like, you know the uh, that one animal in Birds of Prey? The gopher or whatever? Oh, uh, yes. It, like that mountain lion you see at your local pawn shop that has the giant sign that says, do not touch, but you touch anyway. Yeah. 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 Or, any arch- or any architecture firm in uh, the surrounding area. Or you know how oh like, or you, yes, or, or you know how like people get like their dogs after they died or cats have died. That's so stuffed. weird. I'm but sorry. you buy them. I I can't help it. <laughs> they speak. Uh, uh, actually, what this podcast is, Colt, we're having an intervention. Oh, you need about, to, you your, need strength, you need about your strange addiction. This is Wenzel's true critter chat, and it's about how Colt buys dead critters. I don't kill them. I just buy their corpses, and then I taxidermize them, and then I just talk to them. It's just like a Pinterest board. You sort of like you, you have your dead cat. I mean, how to turn your dead cat into a thrifty new home item, like a tissue box cover. Fuck. <laughs> okay. No. Um, well, how does that work? Well, you what you're supposed to do, and what I did, is that you're supposed to look into um, reputable breeders who uh, support or practice captive breeding and uh they ship them and that's one day shipping and that can be anywhere from 40 to 50 dollars which makes Oof. sense yeah it, it does make sense it's just that's a yeah of money oh yeah no like especially if you're buying like a 50 dollar gecko which was spoiler that was my first animal and that's how much it was uh it ended up being like a hundred dollars but again completely fair mm-hmm. um nothing wrong with that and uh yeah, and then they they put them in a box. Well, they put them in, like, if it's a gecko, they usually put them in a deli cup and a box full of padding. They put either a heat pack or some kind of, like, chill pack to help with temperature regulation. And I'm saying that because people are like, oh, you're buying them online? They must be so uncomfortable. That doesn't, like, they're going in a box. It's like, bitch, how do you think, how do you think these pet stores buy them? What do you think happens when you go out and buy them from a fucking pet store or from a convention? They're, they're just not in like a little cardboard box. You just they're rattle like, it around. They're literally like you can't just have them out and about. You literally have to put them in a little cup, deli cup, little plastic container, and you drive with them. It's literally the same thing, you know? So little cricket sandwich. What? Little cricket sandwiches. It's a deli cup. You got to have a little deli thing. I wonder if the mailman we know has any uh, animal deliveries in his past. I don't know. He has, probably has something he bro, doesn't want to talk tell about. Tell us about your animal deliveries, fucker. Um, you can't hide it from us. Actually, we, we, we hold them up and just ask them to give them all the animals they have. Oh, please, God, do not attack your... Do mail, not attack your male man. Your male persons, okay? Our person. God. Weighted gender. Oh, my God. Fucking asshole. Okay. So, uh, what I did is I looked into this one uh, breeder, Josh's Frogs, and uh, for the longest time they've been a frog breeder, but they have expanded beyond that and have an only captive breed a diverse selection of uh, plants and animals. So, let's fast forward to the summer, and at that time I was almost done with uh, Shelton State. I was still at a summer, I was still working through my summer semester there, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. My birthday's coming up. I want to buy a. I want to buy a reptile. I, I've always I, like. I've wanted one forever. So that's what I did. I just straight up bought it, <laughs> and uh, that was my first mistake because I knew this, but um, not buying it wasn't wasn't my first mistake. My first mistake was what kind I bought because 
I bought a baby uh, crested gecko. It was two months old. And the problem with that is, is that for beginners, it's not usually recommended to buy a baby versions of the of the reptiles because they are they are timid they are skittish they're they're you know scared and they're more prone to uh, you're more prone to failure in uh raising them because there's a chance they could die because they're very young uh their immune system is still developing but yeah i was just like i'm just gonna buy it because i i wanted to um i don't know i just wanted to uh to really take part in that care and that process of building up a very young gecko into a mature one that's why I did that. And also, when it comes to captive bred animals, please, 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 please support captive breeding. Do not purchase wild caught or field collected if you can, because captive breeding just helps with, um, it keeps from not affecting local populations of animals and also helps with cons- conservation. And typically field collected or wild collected animals are um, are more aggressive, usually injured or have diseases. And it's just like, it's just a lot more time, care, and money that goes into that. So if you can, definitely, uh, if you think about purchasing purchasing a reptile, amphibian, or any any sort of animal in the future, uh, support or try very hard to look into captive bred animals. But you guys ready for a history lesson about crested geckos? Mm-hmm. Yes. George Washington. Bring it on. on. All right. So what is a crested gecko? Uh, let's go into its Latin name, which is Corlophus ciliatus, formerly Racodactylus ciliatus. The reason being for this change is because that it actually isn't that closely related to the genus Racodactylus, which is the other geckos on the islands that it's from. Uh, so it was moved to Corolophus. The specific name, ciliatus, is Latin with its root word being cilia, meaning fringe or eyelashes, which refers to the crest of skin over the animal's eyes that looks like eyelashes. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting... Uh, I really wanted to do a very nice breakdown of this so fucking nerd. <laughs> well, no, we're, we're, we're really glad you're giving us all this information yeah <laughs> but like it's in, in one ear and out the other <laughs> no that's fine that's fine if you're if you're uh, uh, that, uh, it was like that, that fucking meme with all the math equations where i'm like okay I, my eyes are just glazing over <laughs> No, no. But I support you and your rep. No, that's fine. If you're, if, you know, if you're still hanging on, thank you. If you're listening, you know, I don't blame you. I know it's a lot of, you know, for me, I love it. I really enjoy it. So I'm very passionate about it. But and he was just so rapid fire with it, just bam, 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 bam. So what? <laughs> well, oh, I have a question. Please. Since, since sure. we're starting with your gecko first, when did you first get your gecko? What was your ge- What do you call your gecko now? I first got it back, uh, I ordered it around the week of my birthday, but I got it on July 12th, which was that Friday, and I cur- and his name, uh, and we'll get to why I know he's male, uh, his name is Bosk, after my favorite bounty hunter. 2018? This, this, this is your birthday last year? Oh, okay. Yeah, 2019. He was two months old at the time I got him, so he would have to have been born in, he was born in May. Again, going into history, but crested geckos come from the island of New Caledonia and were originally thought to have been extinct until 1994 when they were rediscovered. Since then, they have been popular in the pet trade because of the ease of care. All crested geckos that are available to purchase here in the U.S. are captive bred, so no imports, which is good because, again, it does not affect local population and promotes uh, conservation, but they are registered as vulnerable now, I think. Uh, they do not have eyelids. They have a transparent scale known as a spectacle over their eyes that keeps it moist, and they can use their tongue to remove debris. 
Uh, they have webbed legs and feet, and the reason for the legs to be that way is because they jump, and it helps them glide. So it's really fun when you watch them, like, jump, and, like, their legs have, like, this – their back legs, their hind legs have this, like, skin that kind of – it kind of makes it look like their back legs are kind of like wings. It's really Hell cool. Oh, yeah. Yo, that's lit. So their back legs have this sort of – this webbing between their body and their legs that, that kind of aids them in sort of, like, slowing descent as, as they jump from branch exactly. to branch. Exactly. That's exactly okay. what ha- – what it does uh yeah because they are arboreal which means they love to climb and spend most of their time in uh vertical spaces evolution yeah really cool. uh, yeah it is and uh their toe they have toe pads which it's so it's so freaking cool they act as uh they have these little little uh hairs that like act as uh suction cups and there's even one at the end of their uh semi prehensile tail so like there's like a little little tiny pad at the end which helps them with uh with balance, but unlike other geckos, when they lose their tail, it does not grow back. It doesn't hurt them though if they do lose it. It just it's just a bit for them to adjust uh, for balance. And uh, usually when they do, the, uh, people nickname them frog butts because they they, they do look like frog. They butts. do look like frog butts. Babies and juveniles uh, they shed once a week, and when they become adults, they shed every once or one to two months. Uh, their average lifespan is anywhere between fifteen to twenty years, which oh, I am. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I am completely fine with uh, because I've taken care of two dogs with uh, one of them being Daisy. She died in 2017 and she was 10. Thank you, Pat. Rest in peace. She was a great dog. She was uh, 10 and we had her for nine years. And Gabby currently is 12, turning 13 this December. And we've had her for 11. Best question is, how does Gabby feel about all these extra animals? And I'm, you're diverting your attention away from her. Uh, she wants to eat them. Yeah, that is her only thought. She anything she sees, she just wants to eat it. Okay, I was like, okay, let me taste them. I'll give them right back. You know, I wish that's how it worked, but no. Nah, she's like, she's like, let me taste them, and then she's like, I taste bad, but I'll eat it. Yeah, she, yeah. she's a little demon from hell, also in the mafia. Yeah, so. no, she's a little, she's a little fucking monster. But she's nice, the nicest nah, dog she's, you she's, can ever meet, she, and she is very soft and very pretty. Yeah, she's very. Uh, I guess I love her. Um, yeah, sure. You guess. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. Spoken like a true parent. Yeah, man. Uh, don't you hate your kids? It's like, I love you sometimes. Sometimes. No, I, I love Gabby to death, and I've put a lot of um, work into caring for her. Now, and, uh, for, for, for the listeners, how would you describe the appearance of the, the, the Crested Gecko, like you said? The, the one I have... <sighs> Wow, Pat, you're really you're really throwing me. I had this laid out. We were gonna get to that, but now you're throwing me on the spot. It is. They do this thing called firing up, and when they fire up, that's where they show their true colors. They're much more brighter, and uh, they fire up when they're angry, they're curious, they're excited. It usually it reflects how they're feeling emotionally. Moodring gecko, pretty much. The one I have, he is a harlequin morph, which morphs are just the different kinds of patterns. Harlequin is kind of similar to a tiger, kind of similar to tiger stripes. And he is a very dark brown with uh, his stripes being a bright orange. It's ve- And his head is like a caramel. It's very pretty when yeah. he fires up. He'll fire up, of course, when I'm about to feed him because he'll, he'll do this bit where uh, I'm about to feed him crickets and he knows because I whip out the bag that I used to dust them with and um, he looks at me with like these big puppy dog eyes and that's when he fires up because he's like oh fuck I'm about to get fed and yeah and then also when I turn off the lights because they're nocturnal uh, they tip t- they do a little fire up at night because that's when they're active so yeah it's really really beautiful um, 
when I saw him, I was like, I have to, I have to have him. He's just, he's just too goddamn pretty, which they all are. They're all very pretty. Also, I will say we will have pictures of all Wenzel's Discuss Animals on our Instagram. Yeah, week. yeah, for sure. I will, I will definitely do that. I will definitely put pictures of them because I know my descriptions don't do them justice. But um, anyway, they are omnivores. I did mention they eat insects. That's part of it. But they're uh, most, they're mostly part of their diet is uh, fruit based. And uh, which was a big factor in me getting them because at, I originally didn't want to get insects, but I ended up getting them anyway. For their food, I uh, I feed them a powder-based fruit diet, which is uh, literally two parts water and one part the the diet. And the brand I use is Pangea, which is very popular. And my son, Bosk, likes mango, papaya, insect mix, and fig insect mix. The insect mix is... Um, just random it doesn't really specify i think or it does but i haven't looked at it uh just random fruits and it has mostly insects in it and um yeah they have different tastes and it's really annoying because uh i try i try to feed them the watermelon mix and it smells so fucking good but he hates it he does not like it and uh but they they all don't smell bad um and they're all different they all have different tastes it's really weird. And uh, for the crickets, like I was mentioning, I have a bag. That baggie, what I do is uh, when I'm about to feed them crickets, I have to put them in a bag of calcium with vitamin D3, and I have to dust them, which is me just putting them in the bag and shaking up the bag. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically this dust is sort of that impart like extra nutrients to the crickets? Yeah, because um, because now the diet, I should say the diet is a complete diet, so you don't have to do this, but just to help with getting, you know, more calcium so they don't get metabolic bone disease because I don't provide them UVB. I, uh, I dust them with calcium. Uh, but that's, that's, that's pretty much it. But what you have to do though, before you feed them is you have to gut load them for 72 hours beforehand. Gut loading just means you fish, you feed them a nutritious, uh, food and, you know, to get more, to get even more nutrients. But again, the fruit diet is complete, so you don't have to do that. And also the legitimate legitimacy of its powder-based diet the diet has been tested for more than a decade. It works. So, yeah. Uh, but when I got him, he was only 3.5 grams. And I say uh, only, and I don't mean that because for a two-month-old crested gecko, that's really fucking big. Um, they're, usually, they're usually two grams or even less. But he was 3.5 grams, which is fr- fucking crazy. He was a big boy. Look at this fucking nerd using the metric system. Yeah. We're in America. We use the imperial system that makes everything much more difficult. Well, it's not difficult for us because we're amazing, badass, uh, big American Speedo people. Isn't that right, bud? We're Americans, right? (laughs) We're Americans. Yeah. Wipe those tears, son. (laughs) I wish the Statue of Liberty would just whip out those big, fat books. Oh, I love to read. The laws. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I read The Mask recently, and there's a there's a bit in The uh, Mask's speech where he says let, he says something along the lines of, now let the Statue of Liberty rip out, whip out those big old titties and say, none for you. And um, I liked it. Not to be confused with the 1994 movie starring Jim Carrey. Yeah, which was also great. But this also mask uh, comic, it's only four issues. I recommend reading it. It's very good. It's very fun. It's pretty much a big fuck you to America. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> when I uh, when I first got him, you, I just had him in a, a small critter keeper. And that was also a part. Of, another part of my mistake was that before you get a pet, make sure you buy all the supplies that you need. I did that 
But I bought a way bigger enclosure than he needed because he was a baby, and I ended up buying a 12-inch by 12-inch by 18-inch terrarium, which is not good because babies aren't supposed to live in that size enclosure because when you feed them, they have the tendency not to ever find their food and starve to death. So that was a huge mistake, and now I just have an empty exoterra terrarium. Babies are dumb. Adults win every time. I don't know what's going on with babies. When, when the age wars break out, the babies are going down. Oh, for, oh, for sure, man. Like, We're just like, going to put them all in socks and just sling them around. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. No. Wait. That's not the direction. I said not to do it. <laughs> it's true, Wenzel. You know, we talked about putting baby things in, uh, into socks, making blackjack. That means you endorse it as the host. That is no, I do not endorse Wenzel it. Wenzel endorses I baby not, blackjack making. Oh you God. heard it here, folks. Oh Hashtag God. baby blackjack. I don't support that, but I do support babies gambling. Blackjack. Oh my so. God. Hashtag baby gambling. Wait a minute. I support baby smoking. Oh, okay, what the now, fuck? Jonathan, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? What the fuck? You can't. Okay, I do not support. Okay, fine. I support them vaping. It's better, but it's not. Wait, 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 wait. Do we support baby lotteries? Oh, for sure. It's well, well, I mean, lottery. we're in Alabama. We don't. What the fuck's a lottery? Yeah, we we have to travel out of state to the the, the point of slots. That's we, why our schools don't have any money. Oh, look, oh, look. Okay, I support baby gambling and I support baby lotteries. I do not support baby smoking. Yes. Or vaping, Jonathan. What about baby jeweling? No, that's worse. <laughs> God, I'm so okay, sorry. Fine, baby meth use. Ah, uh, you know. What? Look, if you don't smoke during pregnancy, how else will your kid be a, a, the, the swim t- team captain? My critter shaz being derailed. I don't understand that, Pat. But <laughs> okay, um, smoking during pregnancy gives babies like web fingers and toes. I mean, yes. What? Anyway, Boss currently lives <laughs> in a plastic sterilite tub that I've given. Uh, Ventilation holes, of course, and he is now 10.1 fucking grams. He got bigger than I expected, and that's scary. Um, he's we're only we're on the range of, uh, of the, I guess, of weight. Is, does he fall? Is he like normal, higher than average, above average? He is above average, but I would just go ahead and say he's not fat <laughs> because, like, I, if you if you saw him, because he, there are fat crested geckos and. It's kind of sad, but also they look funny because they just have all these skin rolls. I want to see a picture of a fat gecko. Okay, now we got to look this up. All right. Hold on, everybody. We're going to look up a picture of a fat crested gecko, and everybody's going to love it. Oh, fuck yeah. Crested gecko. Somebody say something. Um, I support baby... Ah, uh, man, football, baby football, where they're playing the football. We're not using the baby as a football. But they're not, they don't have pads. They don't have oh, pads. Oh, fuck yeah. That's an obese crested gecko. That is a big boy right there. Uh, he, he's a chonker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, tried to, Pat talked, tried to talk to the mic and talk to the corner of my mic uh, arm. What are you going to say, Pat? Oh, he's fat. Yeah, he's a fat boy. Big boy. Big chunky boy. Is is there a way that you can have a healthy lizard but it still be fat? Um, no. Yes, because oh, 
<laughs> well, not not fat, but like there's a certain there's a certain because uh, usually when they get older, they have this certain look that makes it look like they're fat, but they're not really. They're just kind of big. Fucking there's even a type of gecko. They're called uh, lychees. Uh, Lichianus, they're also New Caledonian. They're really fucking big. They're actually called the giant New New Caledonian giant gecko. They're the largest gecko in the world, and um, they look like they their skin is like so. Um, what's the word? Is it loose? No. It's, it's so loose. It looks they look fat, but they're not. It's really funny. They look really awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah. So Bosk is not fat, um, which. You know, nothing against... Um, not to fat shame crescent geckos. Yeah, but. not to fat shame cre- crescent geckos. They're all beautiful. Let me think. Uh, oh, yeah. Bosk is male. I know this because the fucker has a huge bulge already. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this bulge is not testes. It is what it is what known as a hemipenal bulge. And that just means that's their penis. Yeah. It's just this, like, it looks like... You know what? You guys want to see that, too? I don't. I've seen it already. It's so right. gross. I want to see it. Fuck right. off, Cole. He showed me a video of a crested gecko coming on someone's hand and eating it. And I didn't like it. <laughs> The FBI is going to gonna be flagged by the FBI was like, looking at pictures of lizard penises. He was becoming a man. The crested gecko ate the cum. The person didn't. Just uh, clarifying that. Okay, that's good. That's what it is. <laughs> that's just like big balls. Yeah, they look like balls, but they're not. Yo. That's that's their uh, that's their penis. Yo. Oh, and that wow. lo- and that little that little line right there. That's what's called a vent. Oh, that's what opens up. Yeah. Oh God. And then and then like. Yep. Pops out and then they come. Yeah, look these pictures up. We're not putting these on. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. I am not. I'm not taking the time to take a picture of my little boy. Wait. You can stop there. He is going to take the time to do a very detailed drawing of it. I'm not going to take the time to take a picture of Bosca's uh, genitalia. Oh, you'll draw penises every day, but you'll draw a lizard penis? Lizard penises are that, that, That's his line. No lizard penises. That is my line. Thank you, Jonathan. But yeah, and uh, also just another fun fact, after all the facts I've been piling on you fuckers, if they're not developing a bulge, another surefire way to tell if they're male or female is that you take like a a jeweler's like glass looking glass and um, you hold them and you look at the area where they would, where their genitalia would be or their vents. And uh, if they have pores on their scales, that means they're male or they're like, they're like, they look like dimples. Uh, if they don't, that means they're female. But here's the thing is they can actually develop pores later. So it's not sure far away, but it's pretty damn close. Um, I'm just imagining just um, Adam Sandler from okay, Jim just like taking a lizard to his magnifying <laughs> glass and just like. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 don't say it. Don't say it. Oh, no, oh fuck. Okay, I'm going to say come. it. Where's oh, say it? Oh, fuck. I'm going to come. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I had an excellent bit pe- prepared for when he took a break, and then y'all just derailed it, but I'm happy. <laughs> and just in case you were wondering, what are those jewels? 24 karat? All right. Because you're using a jeweler? Jonathan. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Whatever, Jonathan. I don't get it. But yeah, uh, he's a little he's a little idiot, and I love him. He um he has mistaken my finger for a cricket sometimes, and he's bitten me twice. Doesn't hurt. Just really funny. But but Wenzel's fingers are becoming pad light, and they get stuck to walls. He's yeah. Uh, oh, what we what you don't know is Wenzel's a superhero called Lizard Man. Oh, fuck, Jonathan. Couldn't have gotten creative with uh, the name, but okay. 
Fuck. Okay. Fine, Gecko Man. No, no, no. Do you guys know about the what is it? The my legend. My I'm a cryptid. Uh, the Louisiana Lizard Man or whatever. Have you heard of that? Nope. Uh, well, okay. He's he's a bit of an indie uh, cryptid. <laughs> no, there's like a there's well, like listen a, to his Bandcamp. He has like a super lit okay. play. Yeah, you, you can find his theme song on there. Okay, now now we got to look it up. Louisiana Lizard Man. Let's see, is this a real thing? I know there's a Frog Man. Not to be confused with Snake Jazz. Let me see. Although I will say the the, the Frog Man story is pretty interesting. How there's this guy in like the 60s or 70s, and he was driving his car. He saw these three frog-like humanoid creatures walking along the guardrail of a road next to the forest, and he said they had like a wand. That's and, just and, some Wesker boys down by the river. The Wesker boys? Them Wesker, Wesker boys. Wesker boys. They, they all look like fucking Albert Wesker. Yeah. Yeah. And they backflip all the time. It's just nothing but fucking backflips. It's so annoying. Hey, guys, have you seen the frogmen? <laughs> and the only way to stop them is to throw them into a volcano. Yep. And, and not just throw them into a volcano. Shoot a fucking two rocket launchers at their ass. Also, and punch a rock. Yeah, fuck that rock. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Frogman story. Anyway, there is a there is a lizard man of scape or swamp, which is in South Carolina. That's me. So people in South Carolina, if you see a lizard man walking around, <laughs> what's up? It's your boy, Wenzel. Don't approach him. He will attack. <laughs> I will try to eat your skin. <laughs> he, he has to replace the skin he just shed. Exactly. I wear skin. Oh, God. I sound like a murderer. Please. I do not endorse this. Yeah, he only takes your skin if you're bad. Oh, thank you, Pat. Anyway. He's part of the lizard men who control the government. Oh, my God. Okay. No, he, okay. Those are the bad lizards. Oh, fuck. There's a lizard war? You didn't oh tell me about the lizard war? <laughs> oh, my God. I am not talking about a fucking lizard war. That's what D-Wars is about. Dragon Wars is about this. If we just put this crazy movie out, it'll help people understand what's really going on. But then they got, uh, you know, defamed and, you know, dis- disinformation. In the careers let us know. I'm not talking about the lizard wards, okay? It's over. The lizard wards are over. I'm not talking about that. It's like well, uh, what about the lizard rebellion? You can't talk he can't talk about this. It's like the Germans and Nazis. They can't talk about it. Thank you, thank you, Colt. Anyway, we'll back. talk about it after the podcast. Okay. Yeah, jo- join us on our Patreon stream. <laughs> Patreon of uh, me. A Y C H after dark of me fighting in the lizard wars and the lizard rebellion. To yeah. fight against lizard Nazis. God, he he just has a fucking mental breakdown. Ooh, I actually really like this. Anyway, <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim. Back in back in August, I also bought five hundred crickets from Pangea, and um, I realized I bought probably too many, and I needed someone else to help eating them. So I hired somebody. No. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Two lizards just, just like shoveling him in. Oh, fuck. Uh, my dad, it was funny too. My dad was like, just feed him to Gabby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> like, he was being serious God. too. I, feel I, like I, she I was like, the idea that your parents didn't know you had any of these animals. So you're just like bringing in these like noisy uh, boxes. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it, when it got delivered too, I was like, I told my mom, like, tell me. When it uh, when it gets here and just you know bring them in, bring it inside because the, the crickets come in like a small box and there's like a um, like a vent they can't they can't escape but it helps them and um, an hour later I just see my mom like coming to my room like Wenzel there's something there's something at the door there's there's sounds I'm like <laughs> I'm like it's probably the crickets why didn't you bring it in I didn't want the crickets so I I got them and that was just a whole fiasco but in uh, in August me my dad and Colt went to Repticon down in Montgomery. And Repticon is, as it sounds, a, a convention where 
uh, breeders and sellers sell uh, reptiles, amphibians, invertebrates, you know, whatever. I got to say, pet trade is stupid. Animals are really, really expensive. Yeah. Uh, like, just for, like, half as a pet. Eh. I mean, how, how much do dogs and cats cost? Like, not, like, 50 bucks or something. No. no dogs can be really expensive. Yeah. yeah. So, so what would make a lizard any different? Yeah, cold. I've never paid money for a pet. All of my pets have been lovingly brought into my home. It's like, uh, it's like, Mom, it followed me home. Yeah, I didn't steal it. You stole Luke. I know you did. He broke in. I, I demand the truth of what, hap- what really happened to Bip and Bop. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It it, it may like, I get it. Uh, you and also something too with uh wild caught and field collected. They're typically going to be a lot cheaper. So don't let that fool you. If it's really cheap, then it's probably that. Don't buy it. You know, unless you want to have a huge vet bill. Um, the damn thing only came with three legs. Well, that that shouldn't happen. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Three legged animals need love too. I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I bought a Pac-Man frog. Yeah, that little angry little fucker. Yep, and guess what we're about to get into? Another history lesson. Oh, yeah! I don't know if you call these history or science. S- they'd be scientific lessons. Scientific history. Pac-Man frogs were invented in 1968. Fuck, Pat, you got it. They were born inside of a Pac-Man and, machine. Yeah, they were born inside. And they were brought home from the moon. No, okay, John's making stuff up. What <laughs> yeah. happened was in when the Pac-Man game... You can't game, lie to me. When the Pac-Man game came out... I know the truth. Uh, Isn't it the baby of Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man is the frog? When he... Okay, okay, hold on. I'm trying to trying to think how to say this. He gets stressed out, so he has to masturbate. Uh, oh. when, he, when he does, when Pac-Man does that, Splooge gets everywhere. And from, I thought something like, your frog? <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, no. That's what I thought at first. I'm like, how the fuck does a frog masturbate? I'm I'm about, going, I want deets on no, that. No, I'm talking about Pac-Man. Pac-Man, that little yellow... Yeah, he's going on this long bit, and we're just like, I thought we were this, the frog... <laughs> I mean, he, like, I, I, he's buried the lead so many times, I don't know where the fuck <laughs> Yeah, am I fucking with you guys? It's, how does Pac-Man masturbate, Wenzel? Tell us. Continue. <sighs> He gets tweezers because he has a micro penis. Exactly, Pac-Man. but he has a lot of splooge. It's and, just never and it, it piles up in the the arcade cabinet, oh. and from that from that from that liquid, Pac-Man frogs are born. Oh no! And that's how they. I, oh god! All right. But anyway, its Latin name is Ceratophorus cranwelli. Cranwelli is uh, the name of the man. Uh, Cranwell, who led the expedition, uh, they they come from a very broad region in South America. They're uh, they can be found in many countries. They are easy to care for, uh, just as crested geckos. Crested geckos are very easy to care for. They're a beginner pet. That's why I bought uh, Bosk. And uh, captive bred individuals are readily available for Pac-Man frogs. They are round, fat little fucks, and I love them so much. It says that on the Wikipedia page. Nope, that is what it says on my notes. Jabba was tiny so, when you first got him. Jabba was tiny. Was, was he a baby? Yeah, he was a baby. Okay. Uh, typically, because Pac-Man, Pac-Man frogs, they skip the tadpole stage. They don't They don't um, become... These pat- come out golf ball size? They come out the size of a quarter. Oh. And, um, but he wasn't the size of a quarter. He was a little bit bigger. He was about, probably about the size of a silver dollar. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so he was pretty big. I never weighed him uh, just because I'm kind of scared to weigh him. Um not like I'm afraid of him hurting me. I'm afraid of like uh, the way the way um, the gram weight uh, thing I use. I don't remember what it's called now. Uh, Weigher. Uh, I'm just afraid like he might like he might get he might absorb something through his skin or like he might piss on me. Ah, grody. 
No, that is an actual worry for me because one time when I was holding him because I was at the clean, uh, he just he just shot piss out. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Uh, it's what they do. I don't blame him. Yeah, that's what I do. It's, it's what the they, only defense they have. Yeah. Well, no. Pac-Man frogs have teeth. They have teeth. Oh, they have teeth. Oh, fuck. Yeah. They, uh, they are very voracious eaters. They, uh, they love to eat. Uh, <laughs> hence the name. And they have teeth. They have like, uh, I don't want to look that up, but I will. You guys want to see frog, uh, Pac-Man frog teeth? Yes, I do. Yes, actually. I do. I picture them like shark teeth. Man frog. Teeth. Also, I would suggest if, if, if you have frog with teeth, get the wolverine frogs next. <laughs> fuck. Let me see. Where's For folks that don't know, the wolverine frogs are a type of like tropical frog that they, they break their the bones in their feet. They kind of have these little bone spurs that pop out that, as a way to defend themselves. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're Yo. really cool. Um, This isn't a... No, this is good. Okay. See those little pointy parts okay. coming? Oh, so those, they are similar to shark teeth in a way. Those are its teeth. Those little pointy parts. Yeah, they have a very uh, they have a very strong jaws, so I do not recommend getting bit by them. Has, has he bitten you yet? No, nah, he's very he's very nice. Uh, he Yay! Yeah, no, he'll. Um, I'm always afraid though that he will because I'll put my finger near his mouth to uh, help move dirt out, and uh, but no, he doesn't he doesn't bite me. Um, he only he only you know he'll only eat his food. He'll only bite his food. He is an apricot morph, which means he's yellow with some splotches of orange. Very pretty. Uh, he has also red eyes, which when I first got him, I thought he was albino, which made me really worried because that's a that's like that requires a lot more work. Um, but he's not. He just has red eyes. It's really cool. And yeah, uh, amphibians are a different animal kingdom. So like, I didn't get him thinking that I would be able to handle him because amphibians they absorb stuff through their skin. So like handling amphibians is not recommended it like if it if you do it's only for short periods um but i have nitrile gloves which is what nurses use and those are completely amphibian safe so that's what i'll use if i do have to handle him and i feed him with uh tongs and they're you know they're sit and wait predators i have to um i just pretty much open up his enclosure and i just put uh i just have a cricket hold it with tongs and i just rub it against the mouth and he bites it uh, sometimes he'll bite the tongs. Sometimes he'll do that. I don't want to say he's an idiot. It's more my fault. Uh, for now, for feeding him too, uh, I need. I, I will say I do need because I only feed him crickets. But I need to work on getting some more in there for him because uh, he does need to eat uh, more diverse. Because sometimes they just they'll refuse food. They just don't want it. They don't like it anymore, and they'll just be like, "I want something else." So that is a worry. He hasn't done that yet. Um, he is kind of getting finicky though. But well, he, let him take a bite of you, because once he bites you, he's gonna want one thing and one thing only, and that's human flesh. Yeah, that is a worry for or me. Wenzel flesh, or you? They only want your flesh. That yeah. Now for nutritional needs, I have to dust. I I only I feed him three times a week, and two of those times, well, well now I take that back. Now I feed him three times a week and once a month, and for that the reason being is that for twice a week I feed him crickets that are dusted with vitamin D three. Uh, because he needs he needs the calcium calcium vitamin D three, so he doesn't get metabolic bone disease. And if, and if you nobody knows what metabolic bone disease, that just means there's a def- calcium deficiency. And because there's a calcium deficiency, they uh their bones will start to deform and essentially fuck up. And that it usually like the metabolism breaks down their bones. Yeah, basically. yeah, and like it it really fucks up mostly with their spines and their legs and their limbs. Um, that sounds like an existential nightmare. Yeah, it's really bad, and it's really sad too when it does happen. But 
He hasn't had that so, because I've been good with feeding him. Uh, and then I feed him once a week a multivitamin without phosphorus because crickets are high in phosphorus. So he needs uh, vitamins as well. And what I do, uh, I feed him uh, one batch of crickets a month, which is uh, d- they're dusted with Rapashi's Super Pig, which is a carotenoid supplement to help the boost the color of his pigment because males typically when they get uh, more mature, they lose the vibrancy of their colors, unlike females. Now, I don't—his name is Jabba, by the way. I love him. Can you oh. guess why his name's Jabba? Can you guess why? Is he a big stationary blob like creature that eats a, a lot? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I'm glad you got that, Pat. It looks like Baby Jabba, basically, from uh, the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's male because with males, the way they're the way you tell them apart is usually from their size and sound. Uh, with size, uh, females are always going to be bigger than males. That's from this thing known as sexual dimorphism. And sound is that males will croak to look for a female and females will chirp um he hasn't done either of those so 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 java has never made any noise really as you had him no the only noise he's made is when i spray him with water he'll be like a, like a, <laughs> like a little <laughs> is that a i wonder if that's a good squeak or a bad squeak it's probably bad he doesn't he doesn't like it but yeah i have to spray him with water because he gets so fucking dirty they like to burrow so they get all kinds of dirt on them um which it isn't dirt it's cocoa fiber um dirty little boy dirty little boy but yeah and um even if he is female it doesn't matter to me i love him anyway um asexual job well and the thing is too is that before the old star wars canon was made non-canon all huts were hermaphrodites so like it kind of fits he currently sits in an 18 inch by 18 inch by 12 inch exoterrarium and that's where he'll be for the rest of his life unless he turns out to be female then i'll probably have to upgrade him they also like it very hot. I have to have a, um, I have an Arcadia um, bulb that helps with heating, and to monitor that, I have uh, a plant um, thermometer that helps with like turning it on, turning it off, and help regulating the heat. Uh, because I, I try to keep it uh, up to 80, 81 degrees during the day, and at night I get it down to seventy five or seventy seven. Anything lower is dangerous. And yeah, and Bosk, Bosk heat needs are vastly different. Crested geckos are more, um, they can handle cooler stuff, but... Because like frogs and toads, they can't self-regulate their temperature. I mean, reptiles can't either, but the thing is, is with Pac-Man frogs, they live in a, specifically a hotter, hotter environment. So like with Bosk, he's a crested gecko, uh, he can handle temperatures uh, up to 80, but anything past that, you're getting into injury, and then anything below... 60 you're getting also into injury his range i keep them because i have a room heater i make sure to keep his uh his and my other gecko which we're about to get into uh i keep their uh enclosures at 75 to 77 during the day and then i just let it get get down to 73 at night and i I checked that also with the uh, temperature gun which is really neat but another gecko but Winsel, you have a gecko and a frog. Why did you get another gecko? Did you have, did you have Why a not? One, buy one get one free coupon? No, because for some reason I was like, I was like, I want another gecko because I still have an overabundance of crickets, which <laughs> was dumb. But yeah, 
It was just a good excuse to do that. And I love taking road trips by myself. For some reason, it's fun. So in September, I decided to go up to all the way to Chattanooga by myself to go to a Repticon, not telling anybody or anything. And um, his parents were worried. They didn't know where he went to. Uh, <laughs> um, they, they, they didn't. They didn't know. I, I literally just left that morning. And um, and uh, I ended up coming back with a six gram tailless frog butt. Red Dalmatian crested gecko. Now, Dalmatian means they have uh, black spots, and she is a very, 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 very pretty red when she fires up. It's it's reddish-orange, and uh, when she fires down, she's like a vanilla white. It's She looks gorgeous. I freaking love her. I love all of them. Um, but I, I saw her, and I was like, yeah, I, I freaking i have to have her i have to take her home right now and uh, i bought her from this guy the phantom gecko that's the name of his store business and uh he was really neat he uh he even showed me he even took a jeweler's looking glass and actually showed me whether or not uh she was male or female and she's female as far as i know and um she's and she's older than bosk but not by much and i named her sleater after the girl indie rock band Sleater Kenny, so that was my process for that. I have had run, I have had run into problems with her shedding, um, but I, I I moved her into the same kind of tub that Bosk is in. Have had no problems whatsoever. So whatsoever, I don't know what happened. She was in a different type of sterilite tub, but they're both the same height, and it had even more ventilation holes. But she was just she she kept getting stuck shed, which means that. Uh, the shedding gets stuck on her skin, and that's a problem because eventually it builds up, builds up, builds up, and it can like cause uh, the uh, specifically her toes or her limbs to lose blood circulation, and they'll just pop off. Ooh. So yeah, that's that's not good. That was a very big worry for me. But I moved her into a new enclosure, and she's doing fine. Same thing with Boss too. No problems shedding whatsoever. Well, she- what would the caregiver do in, in the event that they're they do get their old skin still sucked to their bodies. Well, how do you what, Well, that? what I did one time was I you take them and you essentially put them in like a mini sauna. You have a paper towel uh, and you put like warm water in it and you kind of let her like walk around in it and uh, get her like get her really um, get her skin really wet and then you take like a Q-tip and kind of like lightly like uh, rub it on the skin to kind of like help get it off. Uh, if you can't get it off, then that's fine as long as like it's a, just you know wet or moist then like put her back into her closure and she'll tear it off eventually also you put in like uh like cork bark or like some kind of tough uh rough surface so that it can help them and some people uh no i won't say this because some people do it and it's really dangerous and i will never do it but yeah that's pretty much what you do you kind of do a little sauna bit and um that typically helps if not if they do end up losing circulation uh, you can do, um, uh, you can amputate, which is what some people do. They'll amputate like toes or legs, but I haven't had to do that and I hope I never will. But yeah, so, but she's fine now. She is also a little bigger than Bosk and she is also much more friendly. She is more used to handling because every time like I handle Boss, he runs away or like he gets mad and bites me. Yeah. Um, but with her, she'll literally, she'll, I'll literally reach in to pick her up and she's like, Oh here we go (laughs) and she'll just walk around she'll she's very curious very fun uh she even she likes to take leaps of faith and funny story is 
I had to uh, take her into the bathroom because she had poop on her and I wanted to get it off. So I was going to get a Q-tip and like lightly rub it off. And like I loosened my grip for like a second and she takes this long ass leap of faith from the from the doorway of my bathroom to our fucking toilet and she ends up hitting it and slapping onto the floor and i was like oh my fucking god she's dead no she was she was completely fine <laughs> it was just so i got i was so scared because like she has brain damage she's fucking dead something like i was so worried because then after that she just started hopping around i was like oh my god she's fucking broken i think i know what she was doing she's trying to get to the Katy perry movie flushed away ah oh, fuck yeah. she was trying to flush herself down the toilet mm-hmm. yep go to the I'd be afraid if you, if you had your commode open that she would just jump in the water no it was closed uh i was yeah, good <laughs> yeah uh but yeah that really scared me but now she she was fine um Geckos are used to jumping from their bodies are made for very high altitudes. So their it, bodies are made for wild and out. Yeah, wild and out. That was pretty much what she did. She was wild and out. Um, but yeah, that's uh, she also has different tastes as well when it comes to her food. She likes mango, uh, the fig mix, papaya. And I also have a new dessert type called banana cream pie. Really likes those. Dessert type. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's literally called a dessert alternative or something. It's uh, it's really, it's really fun. Uh, These lizards are eating better than we are. Maybe. Um, but yeah, she's really fun. And then finally, we get to my last animal. And oh, well. okay, uh, we're getting to my last animal. And I just want to say as a warning, if you have an aversion to insects, spiders, or you know all that like that little kingdom, uh, skip this part because. What I'm about to get into has a lot of legs. It's a demon from hell. It is a demon from hell. Because Wenzel talked about this animal earlier, and, he, and even he was afraid of it. I am very afraid. Oh, I'm not afraid of it as much anymore, but yeah. You I was, still are, though, right? Yeah, I, am, okay. I, I, yeah, I piss myself at night, oh. knowing that it watches me while I sleep. Uh, no, no, I'm not that afraid of it anymore. But uh, in October, <laughs> I just went to another Repticon in Bessemer. I was just getting crickets and supplies i literally was not thinking about getting another animal but i've been researching uh about spot uh, tarantulas centipedes and invertebrates of the sort and i was like man like i like i was like i I really i for some reason i really want to take care of one i don't like but i was like i don't know if i'm ready though and then i just ended up buying it because i was like i was like fuck you know i'm gonna do it and i bought a tiger centipede you see, when most folks have an impulse buy, it's like a candy bar, or like a or like a magazine. He buys like a whole ass centipede, a whole ass centipede. Uh, and, th- and these aren't like the little centipedes you might see like crawling on your like your sidewalk or underneath a, like a brick somewhere. This, this is a very big centipede. Yeah, it's like six inches long, and um, yeah, it was an impulse buy, and I kind of regret it. But also, you know what? I'm fine with it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I have to. I have to take care of it. How so, long you know? do they live? They live uh, six to ten years. Whoa. Six to ten years. Six to ten years. The reason why for that number is because uh, females will usually live longer than males. Uh, males have shorter lifespans. Mm. Um, but uh, and he's uh, he's not a baby. He is a he he is a mature male because he hasn't molted at all since I've had him. And usually, what that means is like. They're per, they're an adult. They're mature. They don't they molt less when they get older. And uh, I know he's male because he uh, females are bigger as well. 
sexual dimorphism again. He is smaller. Uh, he's six inches, like I said, six inches, and um, that's average size for males. So, and I, I know he's six inches because I took a ruler and I put it next to him, and I was able to measure him. Uh, yeah, he, he was stretched out. Um, yeah, that was really scary. It was. It, you shake it like a leaf the whole time. Yeah. No. I, every time I open up his thing, I, I do, uh, I do shake a little. Uh, but you know, what we're getting into. Another science lesson. The last with those leg backs. Yeah, the last one. And on that day, my gr- brain grew three times bigger. Yeah, I'm hurting. I hope I hope you're learning something. I hope I'm not. Uh, I mean, if I'm boring you, that's fine. Uh, the thing is, a lot of it's coming in. It's the uh, like the very technical names. Yeah, uh, not not none of that's registered. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's fine. Um, so the Latin name is Scolopendra polymorpha. Yeah, uh, like that. No, and they. Uh, I've memorized these names too. I love it. Um, Scolopendra is just an awesome word. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick word. Um, and they come from the arid regions of Texas and southwestern United States. Uh, they, they mostly live in a, uh, desert type environment, but they can kind of go into more like soil and with trees and stuff like that. But, uh, cowboy centipede. Yeah. Cowboy. Uh, now in the invert hobby, uh, when usually you're referring to invertebrates, they usually use their scientific names because common names can refer to a whole list of different, they're very imprecise. Yeah. They're very imprecise. Um, especially like, you know, if you, living in Alabama, you hear so many different names for snakes. But, um, but yeah, so they like use snake. What? Snack. 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 Snacks. Supreme Leader Snoke. Snick. Um, but yeah, so. Sunk. You're just making up stuff. You're making stuff up. You done? Stoke. Okay. Now okay. We're, now okay. I'm okay. just saying other words. Okay. Okay. Skink. That's a. Skank. Closer. Oh, those are both reptiles. <laughs> no, snake is not a reptile. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so, and if you can guess why it gets the name tiger centipede, it's because it has black stripes. And um, its, it's uh, color is kind of orange with its head being red. Um, and he's a ferocious motherfucker. Yeah, he is. Uh, now, when I got this, I also, I knew for a fact that it was very easy to care for. I even I even talked to the guy who was selling it to me. His uh, his business is called Justin's Critters. Um, I talked to him, and just like as I have looked into care guides and forums, the care was pretty much what I what I've been looking up. Uh, very easy, not much into it. It's just that it is uh, it is venomous. It is a centipede. All centipedes have um, have venom, as far as I know, but. Their venom is pretty, uh, in terms of like lethality, it's all pretty much the same in that it's not lethal. Like it does hurt, um, and if you're allergic to it, that is a problem, but there haven't really been any cases of people dying from centipede bites. I think there was one of a very young girl who got bit in the face by a centipede and she died, but again, she was a young, she was a very young girl, um, might've been a baby. Uh, so yeah, the only people who are probably prone to death are young children, elderly, and people with compromised immune systems. That only scares me away from the more, even though I'm not a baby. I mean, like, to be afraid, you know, I mean, that like, the reason why I'm so afraid of it is because, like, that's loud. Somebody uh, blasting music outside. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely afraid of the pain. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm just really afraid of the pain of it. But I, I got it because I, 
I guess I wanted just to learn how to respect them more, you know, um, to, to better understand because, I mean, that is a thing that, you know, you know, fear, people tend to hate or destroy the things that they fear most. And that comes from no understanding or lack of respect. And I wanted to, uh, I wanted to learn those from, from observing and caring for one. And, um, you know, centipedes and all myriapods are ancient creatures that through millions of years of evolution are still here today. Like that's fucking crazy. I I just think it's so cool. Um, I remember watching those old, um, documentaries about like you know dinosaurs and stuff like that or like not even dinosaurs like before the the periods before dinosaurs where like the earth was still so ancient and it's like it was just mostly insects who ruled the earth like that shit was just that was crazy that was crazy and that was cool and um yeah so that's that's why i i just wanted to be able to um learn to learn to love them i guess is what i'm trying to say um, he, and like I said, care is easy. I literally have to feed him two, three times a week. Uh, and it's just a cricket. I literally throw it in there and it kind of, I just, you kind of just wait around for it to come out and get it. And, uh, it, it is, uh, it is actually kind of cool seeing it eat. Cause like it, somebody described it as the, it being meticulous as an anteater and striking like a viper. And that is literally what it does. Cause like it like, cause it has its little antennae and it like searches around. And then when it finds its prey, it strikes. It's so fast. Um, how do you even clean its cage without, you you don't, Okay. you don't have to, uh, you don't have to clean it. Um, that is something they, that, that was recommended is not to do that. Um, if there, if there is mold, if there is, uh, problems, um, Definitely, and what you would do is I would just, uh, I would probably have to take a, um, uh, what they would use for snakes, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think what they're forceps. called. Forceps? Forceps, I would have to remove, put in another bin and then clean it. I just Wenzel, imagine Wenzel was like the uh, the snake handler hook but with the centipede lowered into a bucket. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what I had to do because uh, the, uh, I mean, they can stretch their bodies out. <laughs> like, like, not only are they long, they can also stretch out too. It's like I don't want to see this thing to get longer than it already is. Yeah, uh, but and currently though the 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 plastic bin I have it in, I need to upgrade it. It uh, its uh, dirt is or its cocoa fiber is high enough that like it can burrow, but also not too high that it can just crawl right out. So that's nice, but it's still scary. Um, and then uh, for it does need water. Uh, it can get water from its from the crickets that it eats. And but what I, what you have to do is that uh, you put it. I put a dish in there and you overfill it. And once it overfills, you know moisture gets in the soil, so it can do that. But I have seen it drink from its dish, and it was actually really fucking cute because it was just like blah, 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 pulling water into its mouth. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I named him Ko after the face stealer from Avatar: The Last Airbender. He hungry. He hungry. Yeah, and. That's those are all of my pets except for Gabby, who will not be named. But I just did. I'm not afraid of her. I am. I'll handle. I them. am more afraid of her than any of them. Uh, uh. He bought all the other animals to, to to gank up on her. Just like I, I built an army, Gabby. You're going down. Oh, is that's that exactly. Yeah, that's exactly oh, what I'm doing. Shit. I'm building an army to fight Gabby. This is my team. You son of a bitch. I'm in. Maybe maybe you should just buy like a like one bigger animal. That's bigger than Gabby. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one thing that would help, but you just keep buying small animals. 
strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. I'm the big animal. Me. You just got to wait for when she's got the MG42 in that fucking hill on the beach. No. They're just going to pile up. The bodies are going to pile up. Look, we're making we're making a plan, okay? Okay. Special team. Um, but yeah, does anybody have any questions? <laughs> Come on, Pat. Uh, I know you have something to say. I mean, Share I, it with the class. I mean, you know. Share it. If you don't have anything, that's fine because I know I went over a lot and I didn't like I didn't say like anything at the beginning of the week like, "Hey, if you have questions, you know, write them down like now." Say it, Pat. Say it. What, Pat? What? Do you have something? What, what is Pat? What is it, Pat? What is it? I forgot I was going to say. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> what are they? Yeah, where are my questions, Brain? Tell me. Where are my hockey pads? I mean, yeah. Is, uh, does anybody have any favorite animals? Not from, you know, what I what I talked about. But like, I'm talking about, like, in general. Does anybody have, like, any maybe any animals or pets that they would like? Uh, animals that I would like to own in the future? Just dogs, Pretty much, and maybe a cat. And that's where I'm willing to go, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I would have the patience to take care of uh, super tiny creatures that require a certain amount of care. I mean, all animals require a certain amount. Oh, of I care. know. It's just that dogs and cats are pretty damn easy. All you gotta do is clean litter boxes, take them out, walks, all that. That's not easy. Well, there's definitely there's definitely more care requirements with like reptiles, amphibians, and insects because they require like much more. It's, Meticulous, you know, care in terms of like you know they're they're feeding their like temperature regulations because you know that is true because that like true. the word I use at the top of the show, poikilothermic, means their, their body temperatures are sort of like very inconsistent and it, they require a lot of outside factors yeah. and that's sort of why it, it needs more thought and care and experience in and sort of taking care of these animals. So like even you you'll go to a pet store and the ones that do have like reptiles and amphibians they'll have like. You know, easy beginner hard because I've seen I've seen chameleons at certain pet stores, and they they are definitely the hardest to take care of. It looks yeah. like oh yeah, chameleons are very very hard. And I remember originally researching, I was like, oh, I want a chameleon. I looked up like the like essentially the level of difficulty, very very hard, only for like very experienced keepers. And it's just like, and it is like an understatement for like how these pet stores have have them labeled like. I don't. I, I can't remember the difficulty level they have them in there, but I'm pretty sure they just kind of like they kind of put them as maybe medium or like they don't really advertise like how hard it is to care for them, uh, because yeah, it's very difficult. And I'm not attacking you, Colt. What I'm trying to say is, any of my listening, any animal like like you said, Pat, any animal requires requires real care. And when it comes to dogs and cats, like. Uh, they just they require just as much attention and care as you would give to any amphibian reptile or spider because like like Colt mentioned you have for dogs you have to take them out to walk you have to train them to use the bathroom outside you have to care for any medical or health issues you have to buy them certain foods you have i mean you have to also develop like an emotional and relationship with them which you know. is that's a thing about cats and dogs it's like it's easier to do that because you can pet them constantly and just hold them constantly because that's what i do baby i love them doggies yeah yeah but with like sure. a with a frog like uh java you can't pet him because he's got sensitive skin because i guess that's another sort of uh consideration you have to take in mind when you have animals like reptiles and amphibians that a lot of these are more like observational pets like yeah like like you said they're just not 
really meant to be handled or, or, or yeah. is physically yeah. uh, disadvantaged for the animal to be handled. Yeah, I will say uh, for crested geckos, um, they're easy. Uh, they're a beginner because of the fact that you can handle them. Uh, handling, you can handle them up, like, usually recommended, like, intervals is, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. You can handle them pretty for pretty long times it's they they get used to it and they're very they're friendly very friendly but you know pac-man frogs or any frogs you can't um unless you're wearing amphibian safe gloves and even then five to ten minutes and then centipedes no you're not you're never gonna want to handle them or uh tarantulas no you never want to it's just like you said purely observational and as you get up the ladder of like different reptiles amphibians it's like you know uh, they they become more like they become more and more observational or you know cares di- you know cares different what I mean, whatsoever, um, yeah. Well, another thing I was going to ask is like even though you you know you think of like cats and dogs have personalities or quirks, have you noticed any with your animals? I know lizards and babies are kind of like on the on a different scale of like animal like I guess intelligence and like I guess uh, demonstrative actions. So like it. Are there, are there any interesting things that you notice about your your lizards, at least? Well, like I said before, Bosk, uh, when he knows he's going to be fed crickets, he, like, he'll literally, like, if he's hiding or sleeping, he'll come out. Like, he hears me. He'll come out and look at me, and then that's when he'll fire up, and he has these, and his eyes will get really wide. His pupils will get really wide. It's so cute. It's literally like puppy dog eyes. He'll look at me, and he's ready. He's like, you're going to feed me right now. And then, uh... And Sleeter, Sleeter's, di- Sleeter's different in the fact that she's more calm and she's more used to handling and she's much more, um, I mean, both are very curious, but like, no, but she's not as aggressive as, uh, as Bosk. So I guess there's like that kind of difference in personality, but with geckos, you know, you don't, you don't really, you don't really get them for that. Cause they don't really, they're not as developmental as dogs or cats, um, but yeah, that's what I've noticed. Um, Jabba, Jabba is a fat little fuck who sits and waits. That's all he does, and I love him. I love him for that. He's great. Well, because the, the, <laughs> the pictures you've shown us, uh, uh, I do think it's funny because uh, you have you have all these like more or less very vibrant or at least active animals, and Jabba is just like this this squat little blob that sits in a hole and that he doesn't ever move. That's it, and uh, he only moves when he takes a shit. That's only when he moves, and it's just so funny because, because like you know, because there's this little, there's this huge indention, and I just see a big flop and turd. I'm Hell like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I can't, I can't shit in my sitting hole, so I gotta move up to burrow somewhere else. Exactly, and um, and yeah, you know, yeah, that's fun. I enjoy them. I love them. Now I was gonna ask, yeah, are you do you plan to get any more pets, or are you, or are you sort of satisfied where you are right now? Right now, I'm I'm very satisfied. I and also I I just do not have the room. Uh, they are Jabba takes up like a huge corner of my room, and I have to. Um, right now, the what they're in is is pretty small, so they fit. Um, but I have to eventually upgrade Sleater and Boss because they're getting so big. Uh, they're gonna be almost. They're probably they're gonna be mature almost mature by may and that's also when i leave for the philippines and that's a that's a problem because they they need to um they need they need water they need that misting that humidity so i have to upgrade them to pretty much the max or the the minimum for mature adults which is 18 inch by 18 inch by 24 inch terrariums and they're very big and very expensive 
and that's going to take up a lot of room. Um, but but pretty much no, I'm not I'm not thinking about getting anything else at the moment. I guess the spinoff to that would be time and money be no object. What would you like to have in the future? Ooh, yeah. What would I like to have? Oh man, I have so there are so many I do want. I would definitely want um, because. Because the mo- most of them are wild caught or field collected, uh, I would want captive bread, and captive bread are expensive. But that's fine because the object is no money. I'd want a toke gecko. They look fucking. They look beautiful. They're blue and orange. They're so pretty. Uh, and if I could get like, there's like different morphs of them. If I could get a pattern patternless powder blue, so pretty, so pretty. I would. I would. That that's that's my dream. That's what I want. I'll show you a picture. Um, as why looking that up, I will say one of our, other than the two dogs we have in the house, one of our first animals when we moved into this new house, we had a uh, special encounter with a house gecko in the basement, and it was a fat little dude. That was huge. I, I Cody sent a picture to, of it, and that thing was big. Yeah, he was a big boy. This is a powder blue. Oh, Toke. wow. That's pretty. It's okay, gecko. Yep. Very pretty. There's even a, there's even another, there's, their morphs are slowly starting to be coming out. There's even a type that's black just pure black and it's so, so so we get we get like gucci geckos going on yeah gucci geckos man they're very expensive but i would i would definitely want one um and and also just toke geckos uh are known as the pit bull geckos the pit bull geckos because they are aggressive and when Aww. they they bite they have that strong strong jaw and they will not let go i thought uh, they're mr worldwide nah they're not mr worldwide no they're they're very angry and aggressive but they can be tamed which is cool um yeah i'd want that also, uh, me and Colt have talked about it, but just another, if I, if I could, if I had the room, I would buy a tomato frog. Yeah. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, tomato frog. Is that, some, is, that, is that even fatter than the Pac-Man frog? They're about the same size. They're both fat and I love them. They're, they're also, they're not aggressive like Pac-Man frogs and they, they just look cute. They just look cute. Hold on. Let me find it. There we go. Tomato. Tomato frog. Tomato. Oh man. Yep. He's a, he's a fat little chunker. I love him. Yeah, very pretty. Very easy to take care of as well. Any other questions anybody has? Have you seen one of them throw it back at any point in time? And do you have footage? If that is a yes. I've seen Gabby throw it back. All right, man. Where's the footage? I don't have it. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and, and now is just the point of the show where Wenzel brings out all, the, all of his animals for us to see. <laughs> I, I, you know... I almost thought about that. I was like, "Man, would it be cool to have like a little show and tell?" No, nah, I would. I would not recommend anybody doing that. He uh, just put them all in one box and he has them here, and then you open it. And it's just a centipede, <laughs> and it just launches out. Oh it goes God. straight for Jonathan's throat. That that is ah! that is something scary about centipedes is because uh, I watched a video of it. Um, if they get really nervous or scared, they will fling themselves out of a box. Oh, no matter how tall it is, they will they will they will fling themselves. It's fucking insane it's so scary i get scared that's why i'm so scared of him I, I, well so, somehow i pictured you owning a uh, praying mantis at one point too i would that actually is something that pe- that is uh pretty big in the hobby is praying mantis people will breed them and sell them I've seen, I've seen quite a few like uh instagram pages that have like praying mantis as their pets or like quite a few orchid mantises too yeah no there's uh there's one guy i follow he is probably one of the biggest uh mantis breeders on the internet he he uh breeds um orchid mantises it's really cool and ghost mantis those are really cool too i would definitely want to own those 
Um, they don't live long, but they're very pretty. So that's it, I guess. Time for plugs. Yeah. All right. Uh, we, we, we also oh. round of applause for Wenzel hosting and, and showing us about his uh, favorite things. Thank you, thank you. I, I'm glad I. Thank you for you stuck around. Thank you, and thank you everybody for listening. I really appreciate it. I really love animals and I love my pets. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad I could share them with you. Uh, information about them, but uh, thank you for listening. You can follow us. All you can hear our podcast on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. You can check us out on SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast as All You Can Hear. You can check out our Instagram at AYCH Podcast. You can check out our Letterbox at All You Can Hear. You can check out our Facebook All You Can Hear. You can check out our Twitch at Twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear, and you can check out our YouTube at All You Can Hear. I am cool. I didn't even plug myself. What Fucking the fuck? Fucking shit. And you can I'm follow sorry. me, Wenzel, on Twitter at Wednesday Wilkie. Follow my art Instagram at Woda Wednesday. Thank you so much. All the people that aren't rude like Colt. You were looking in my direction. I was assuming it was over and I wasn't paying attention. No, I get it. I understand. I'm sorry. All right. My name's Colt. You can follow me on Twitter at ColtD00. Do not put animals in socks. Do not. I'll say it again. Do not do that. Please don't do that. It's been an outbreak. Don't. Uh, this is Patrick. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. My name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter and Letterbox at John Own Twelve. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. See you next week. Bye.